Welcome to the Grazia Life Advice Podcast. I'm Lottie Jeffs and it's great to be with you. This time, our life tips are from a music artist who shot to fame as BBC Music's Sound of 2018. Hello, I'm Sigrid. I am a Norwegian singer and songwriter, and I am the week's guest on Grazia's Life Advice podcast, and I'm very excited about it. Sigrid's latest single, Burning Bridges, is available now. And in this episode of Life Advice, she reflects quite a bit about her songwriting process. I need to write about something that I, I feel very passionate about, because when I'm on stage, and I feel every single lyric. And that's the best feeling when you know you are singing the truth, my truth. Coming up, how Sigrid's family and loved ones help keep her feet on the ground. My family definitely have that check up effects we have there on each other. I don't know if that translates mm. well into English, but like, they'll tell me off. Keep my you sis- grounded. Yeah. Keep- my sister told me off this morning when I was a bit grumpy at the airport. Oh, really? And she tells us how she quietly rails against the culture of positivity, embracing the power of saying no or just taking the time that she needs to think about something. Saying yes to every opportunity. Work hard, play hard, be positive. Wow. Sometimes that hasn't resonated that well with me and I've I do really believe in saying no to things. It was really lovely to chat to Sigrid, so let's get into it. Hey Sigrid, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grazia Life Advice podcast. You're in a hotel. Whereabouts in the world are you right now? I am actually in Bergen in Norway. And yes, and I used to live here for three years. That's kind of where everything started for me. I'm not from here, but like, I had like three years from probably 18 or no, 19 to 22 or something. And now I'm back because my siblings are in town. So my older brother is here, my older sister and my older brother's wife and my boyfriend. So we're having a full on family week. Nice. <laughs> Does it feel weird like reconnecting with who you were in the past, like given how far you've come. And then you it's almost like you go back to being the person you were and yet you've had all of this crazy experience as well. Absolutely. That's actually a really good point. And to like this week is very special because there's people from so many parts of my life here gathered. And like for not really a huge reason, my, my boyfriend, well, we can start from the other one. So my siblings obviously know me since birth. They know me better than anyone else. Uh, my brother's wife, who I lived in a shared flat with when I was living here in Bergen, know me from that time. And then all my friends from Bergen, who I know here that I've been making music with. My manager is here, or one of my managers. My boyfriend, who I've been together with for two years-ish. But it's really interesting having like all these people from different phases of my life. So nice. Yeah, yeah I always think it's lovely when all the different strands of your life come together. And that, that's why I loved about my wedding, because that's pretty much like the one time where literally like everyone was in the same room. Congrats. That must be so nice. How long was it ago? Um, my wedding was about four years ago now. Yeah. Mm. And I'm actually back in France at the moment where, where we got married. So I'm having that same sort of nostalgic feeling, ah, which is really nice. So I'm just curious. My aunt is French. Well, married into the family, so I'm not, okay. sadly, not French. Yeah, but, I'm in, it's kind of Toulouse, you fly into Toulouse and then it's like literally the middle of nowhere. Like nice. there's nothing to do, which as a Londoner is a little bit um, challenging for me. 
<laughs> well, it's nice. I'm sure it's quite nice to get out as well from the big it's city. It's true, yeah. Anyway, we digress. So you're back in somewhere that's an important place in your, in your life. And I hope that you bought an extra pair of woolen socks with you. <laughs> because Sigrid, that is actually your first piece of advice, which I love. Can you tell us about why it's so important to bring an extra pair of woolen socks with you wherever you go? Oh, I love this question. And um, it was the first advice that I thought of when I was thinking like life advice, life advice, woolen socks. And no one can see that I'm wearing woolen socks right now, but I am. I, I don't know how many pair of woolen socks I have, but there's this Norwegian brand called Devil and I wear their black woolen socks every day. And the reason why I always bring a pair of fresh socks wherever I go is that when I get cold on my feet, which I get super easily, I don't know why, just always, um, I get super tired or just like not necessarily grumpy, but just like I feel like time to go home. Like if I'm at a bar and I feel like my my feet are cold, I'm just immediately like, oh, I'd rather like go home and change my socks and just like be warm. So it makes me stay out longer. That is so funny. <laughs> I love how in touch you are with your body to know that like, oh. My feet are cold. I better go home. I'm too boring that way, but it's true. If I can just like sense that like I'm too cold now, mm. if my throat is just the tiniest like tingle, I'm like, mm-mm, shut yeah, down. Warning signs. Yeah. yeah. And do you think that the, the woolen socks thing is, is that quite, do you think some of your fellow, some of your fellow Norwegians would join you in that? Is it quite a sort of cultural thing to, to, to want to keep warm at all times? <laughs> I feel like my mom made me and my siblings believe that it was normal. (laughs) When we were younger, she would always look at us and she'll be like, I just become cold by looking at you guys. Because like if we weren't enough, weren't uh, wearing enough clothes when it was a cold winter in Norway. So she made us believe that it was totally normal with these woolen socks. But I don't know. I but I have started like um saying it to everyone all my friends talking like spread the good message of woolen socks and now my guitarist in my band have started wearing woolen socks and he says it has changed his life wow maybe the world would just be a better place if we all just start wearing warmer socks maybe i don't know but it is something i don't know how you are in that but if you like that like yeah being a bit like touch with your body on like if you feel cold like everything's a bit more like ugh. It's the worst feeling. Yeah, Yeah. I totally get that. Brilliant. I love that you kicked us off with that piece of advice. Um, What is your second piece of advice? So my second piece of advice is that I I didn't like phrase it properly, but I think just the the important thing of having a proper off day. I think everyone needs it. And I can only speak of personal experience because if I don't, maybe it's like come off as preachy, I don't know. But um, it's been very important for me to be able to now and then have these off days that you can turn off your phone. You don't have to be on it all the time. And I think it's getting harder and harder. Um, And I see it with all my friends, my family who work in different industries than the music industry that no matter what you work with, you are constantly logged on and it's really hard to um, distinguish work and like your private life because it feels like we're all expected to be on it all the time. And yeah, huge FOMO for not being with that place where everyone else is, which is your phone. 
Did you see Michaela Cole's Emmy speech where she said um, it's okay to disappear for a while, mm. to stop scrolling? Yeah. I thought that was so, we so needed to hear that. Mm. There's such a fear, as you say, this FOMO of like, what's going to, am I just going to cease to exist as a person if I turn off my phone and don't post an Insta story for a weekend? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that that's great advice. And what, what does a day off look like for you? What's like your dream time off? Um, yeah. So first, just on what you said, I, I agree it was very, very powerful. And I also think there's something to be said for logging off and and you know take a step back and like think again like what do you really feel about something what do you think about something because there's a lot of impressions all the time so yeah I think that's important Mm. putting the phone aside uh, my perfect off day I think it involves walking of some uh, yeah in some capacity like doesn't need to be like a massive hike I Mm -hmm. usually like to do several things in the day so i think i would like a short hike like not a massive one but like maybe a, an hour or two hours if i can and then a cup of coffee or brunch or lunch with some friends and cook some good dinner with my boyfriend would be nice uh and sleep i really love sleeping <laughs> sounds dreamy gosh oh very um much in need of a day like that myself I think it's so true um just life gets in the way doesn't it and it's so hard sometimes and especially if you have kids or you have other people that you care for to just actually it's almost like being a bit selfish yeah necessarily so to say I just need a day for myself today and I totally get like that as well when you have like a family to get it like a proper day off is that's a different story yeah (laughs) so your third piece of advice Sigrid is that sometimes it's hard to wear your heart on your sleeve but in the long run it's definitely worth it can you talk to us a bit about that yeah um this advice is actually something I remember exactly the time I got the advice and who it was from and often like being asked about like life advice often you 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 vaguely know where the advice has come from but it's not always like easy to like figure like that moment when you got it but this was like a very defining life advice that I got um, quite early on when I started doing music so it's from a friend of mine called Bernd Jakob he is uh, a Norwegian journalist, but he's like a, a friend from from Olesen, where I come from. And uh, I think this was like, I had started-ish like performing in Norway, but it hadn't like, uh, I hadn't released Don't Kill My Vibe, my first international single yet. It was still very cozy and yeah, uh, more low-key in Norway. Um, but I think he just saw me perform one day. And I remember he just... Um, told me afterwards like he could tell like how much it meant to me to be on stage and perform and I I really wanted to show people how much I cared um and it was like I think he just like kind of said like I I understand like that might be hard sometimes that you do wear your heart on your sleeve but it's really really nice and you shouldn't stop doing it so of course like now I've done this for like four years five years maybe 
And of course, at times, like it can feel very vulnerable to be quite open. And I'm very open in my lyrics, um, in my songs. And uh, yeah, I I just really want to show people my personality and, and who I am. And sometimes that's hard and you can feel a bit like <gasps> it comes a bit close. But in the long run, it really feels nice to know that. I am myself in mm. what I do. I think there's such a power in vulnerability, isn't there? And actually, if you can own it and talk about it and how it makes you feel and say that it's not easy, you know, um, that that can resonate for so many people. And I think that oftentimes when we are held back or defensive, it can be because we're really scared of what might happen if we tell the truth or are open about our feelings and so it's so great to see people like you who are doing it on a public platform um and a, you know whatever whatever the consequences are I guess you're prepared to to deal with them because you're speaking your truth yeah thank you and I think for me it just has to be that way especially like in my writing writing songs I've I've tried several times to like write about things that maybe isn't that like a personal experience and there's just something in me that's like I need to write about something that I, I feel very passionate about because when I'm on stage and I feel every single lyric um, and it can be like teenage heartbreak or it can be about sometimes it's not easy being a leader or like in my job or whatever but I feel every lyric so much and that's the best feeling when you know you are yeah for me singing the truth yeah. my truth how does that work then in terms of like growing up and changing and then still performing songs that meant so much to you at one point of your life how did the lyrics continue to mean something to you like let's say in 10 years time that's so cool I I actually read a quote about this uh I think it was Fiona Apple who said it, I, I remember I screenshot it um, when she said it in an interview, that all her songs change meaning. Um, and she has a, like, a long discography, a lot of songs. And she said, like, so I wrote this song about this person, but in five years, five years after the song was written, it meant something to me. And then it was like meant something to me of, of another person. And that is okay. That's the beauty of a song, that it can change meaning and it gives you comfort because i think ultimately music is there to either comfort you make you ask questions about yourself or your life or your surroundings it's there to challenge you and music like it's it's growing with you as a person as well i think um so yeah definitely i think my songs change meaning for me and let's say don't kill my vibe for for instance that was a song um that i wrote together with martin shirley a good friend and it was based upon a real story where i was in the studio with two elder male producers could have been something else but they were there and they were not just not being very welcome nothing serious just like i didn't feel respected as a writer and it was quite early on as well and i didn't know how to act and like how to let them know like this was not cool you can't like talk to me in this way 
So I was kind of a bit like silent. And then I wrote Don't Kill Me A Vibe afterwards with Martin Shirley. And that was that was what the song was about at that point. But that song has been following me years and years after that. And now it's like it can change meaning every for every time I play it. Sometimes it's like, I'm the best. I'm so cool. <laughs> and other times it's like something not fun happened today or I didn't feel good. And then I sing the chorus and I'm like, it's like, it's a confidence boost. I love that. That's so interesting to see it from your perspective as the artist, because I've often, you know, as a consumer of music, you're always, songs are always changing the music for you as a consumer. And as you say, like the mood you're in when you listen to it and what it connects to with you that day. But I've not really thought about it so much from your perspective. So it's super interesting. We're just going to jump into a quick ad break and we'll be right back. We are back with Sigrid, who has some amazing advice for us and her fourth piece of advice. Sigrid, I'm going to let you talk to us about your fourth piece of advice, if you don't mind. Yeah. So my fourth piece of advice is that in my job, I do meet a lot of new people all the time. It's the first time we're meeting today. Uh, we've never met before. And I really love that about my job. I get to meet so many nice people and have really good conversations. And it's always fun, like, just us doing this podcast now, how we, after one minute of like, hey, how are you this morning? We dive straight into like the big, important yeah. things in no life. No small talk. No small, it's like <laughs> right on. And I love it. But of course, like I meet so many people all the time and it's um, over time made me realize even more that it's very important for me to have like this base at home with people, the same people I surround myself with day in and day out. And I'm very, very close to my family. And uh, yeah, I've always been that. But that's like, a, yeah. I guess some sort of an advice that's been very important for me and mm. still is. Do you think that people we surround ourselves with reflect back a version of ourselves to us? That's so nice put. But yeah, I agree. I definitely believe in that. Um, and now it sounds like I'm plugging my own song, but <laughs> that's, Go for it. <laughs> yeah, that's a mirror. My, uh, one of my singles I released recently is about that. It is about you know, ultimately, it's a song about self-love and acceptance and looking at yourself in the mirror and like be okay and accepting mm -hmm. who you are and as a person. But it is also about that mirroring effect that you talk about, how you mirror yourself in people you meet on the way and people who's been there all the time. And yeah, I think my family definitely have that sort of like check up uh, effects we have on each other i don't know if that translates mm. well into english but like they'll tell me off keep <laughs> you grounded yeah. keep, my sister told me off this morning when i was a bit grumpy at the airport oh, really? <laughs> she was like cigarette you're being grumpy stop being grumpy <laughs> that's so great to have people like that in your life because i can yeah. imagine in the world of music it's quite easy as you become more and more famous and you know, your songs selling billions around the world that you sometimes people end up being surrounded by just yes people who are just there to sort of capitulate to their every need rather than really hold hold them accountable. So Absolutely. I think it's so great to hear that you've got this um, amazing base of support that, uh, that keeps you real. Yeah, and I think... Um... 
And I think that that's nice for everyone. It's nice to, I mean, I feel incredibly lucky to have those people in my life that will definitely, yeah, call me out. But it's always with love. Um, sometimes tough love, but still love. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> your fifth piece of advice is that it's okay to take your time to make a decision so that you make sure that you make a decision based on what you think and not just stress. Yes. <laughs> this is great advice. So Did it resonate with you? It resonated, yeah. I think sometimes, you know, we're so quick to just jump to a decision and we worry that if you take time that what other people are going to think about you or that you're, you're, you're taking too long or you really need, you feel like you're really pushed into saying yes or no. So has there been a scenario where you've felt the opposite of that, where you have felt really pressurized into making a decision? And is that where this piece of advice has come from? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think, um, yeah, you felt it too. I think we've all been in that situation. Um, and sometimes that's just the nature of things. And of course, like I'm describing an ideal world here with no stress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get away from some stress, but yeah, when, when I was writing down these life advices and still like, I, I was very honored when I was asked as well, but I was like, I'm like 25. What do I know? <laughs> I don't know. But I was thinking like, what would be nice, especially for like young people going into creative industries or other industries? I don't know. It's just trying to think what I would have liked to hear. And I do think maybe in the beginning of my career, more than now I was so so worried all the time of um of all these decisions and I still get stressed out with decisions it can be anything um but sometimes you can get quite caught up in the feeling of like you have to decide super quickly because my job moves very very fast um you can get in an offer for a festival and you have to think and you have like 24 hours to decide on it and you're like ah, a lot to think about and decide very quickly and I think I've just realized that I me personally I don't make good decisions when I'm stressed then I think I make decisions more based on what I think I should do more than what my gut feeling is telling me and this is not saying that like I don't listen to people. I have an incredibly resourceful team. There's a bunch of really, really good people. And I think it is very important to, the lis to listen to your coworkers and the people you are ultimately working in a team with. I really believe in teamwork, but there is also something to be said for making this decision based on your gut feeling and not just like, uh, yeah, pressure or or stress yeah so what do you do now say you got a phone call and someone's like i know sigrid come play the hollywood bowl in six months time what do you do wow. now before you just <laughs> sort of instantly say yes do you take yourself off somewhere do you say i need a moment do you phone a friend i like to read an email a couple of times and then i i call my managers and we talk about it often I make a pro con list it's nice for me to like see things down on a paper as well that can be nice or like on on notes on my I write so many notes on my phone <laughs> yeah and I call my mom and I call my dad if there's a decision I'm wondering what to do about 
I think, especially, I don't know, I keep saying like, especially in music, I don't know if that's true. This is the thing, like, I've never worked with anything else than music, so I don't know how it is to work with something else. I mean, I worked in the local aquarium in the cafeteria, <laughs> and I worked at an olive oil shop when I was in high school. But I don't have like job experience yeah. at like uh, huge offers or something. But I think your point is that we, we do all have to make decisions every day and they, they may yeah. not even necessarily be work decisions. They could be stuff around family, friends. Do I want to go Absolutely. to this party or don't I? <laughs> you know, sometimes you end up saying yes and then it comes to the night of the event and you're like, oh God, really wish I hadn't agreed to that. And you didn't bring your woolen socks and then you get caught. <laughs> Um, so your next piece of advice uh, kind of follows on from that because it's about um, the importance of saying no and how that sometimes is more important than just saying yes to everything this probably stems from too many inspirational quotes i've seen online Mm -hmm. of saying yes to every opportunity work hard play hard be positive and sometimes that hasn't resonated that well with me and I've maybe I've just gotten a bit confused with quotes like that sometimes of like I do really believe in saying no to things like I'm I'm very lucky in my situation that I I can say no to a lot of things and I've tried to things that feel right for me and that my gut feeling is telling me this is right to do Mm. um and politely saying no thanks to things that doesn't feel that right in the moment Mm. has it taken you a while to get to that point of feeling comfortable to do that Mm. i think it's all i've always had a strong gut feeling i think it's just taking me a little while to um I've always I think is I've always said no to several things but I think it's taken me a while to actually be comfortable with saying no because it's often been like saying no to things but then like feeling a bit bad about it or like ah oh, should I should I not have done that da, 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 thinking like what would people say and stuff and I think now probably more than before I feel more secure in my own decision-making, maybe. Mm. Because your bad, your piece of bad advice is mm. that actually it, it's that saying yes to everything because you're lucky to get the opportunity, so you kind of need to seize every opportunity and be grateful for them. Mm. You've used that as an example of bad advice because I guess that then overshadows your gut feeling that you were talking about. Yeah, those two kind of go hand in hand, I guess. But I'm really, really grateful for everything that has happened with me and still is. It's a huge honor. But yeah, it's kind of what you said there. Like It it shouldn't overshadow the overall vision you have. Mm. Um, And I think that's that's really important for me Mm. to stick to. Um, And it's, again, back to... singing and speaking my truth that that I believe in Mm. 
it was really interesting how you said that you found it a, a bit almost overwhelming the like plethora of quotes that are on the internet and I think that must be the case with so many people you know because you're scrolling Instagram and you're like oh yeah one minute I believe that I should seize the moment and then there's like another grid post later it's like oh actually no I need to be taking my time and not seizing the moment and then <laughs> there's like all of this like bombarded with advice and it obviously really comes from a great place but sometimes maybe it's just about cutting yourself off from all of that and taking yourself away and thinking what do I really think here I agree yeah 100% and that's also back to the thing we said of trying to log off and I'm the worst at logging off I spend way too much time on social media and like I read these quotes myself <laughs> like, and I, as you say like it's good intentions but it can be quite intense um, and also getting both sides all the time and you don't know which part of it to listen to but in mm. the end it's just advice and I think all these my good and bad advices that like what my bad advice is might be good for someone else and my good advices might not be good for everyone who's listening in on our little talk true um, although i don't think there's anyone that wouldn't benefit from wearing warmer socks true i think some of the other ones you know a bit more uh, open to interpretation but i love the fact that that one is just you can't go wrong um sigrid it's been so brilliant talking to you today and you have come up with some really really thoughtful and important pieces of life advice um and so thank you very very much and enjoy your amazing time with your family and connecting with your roots in norway and um thank you thank you so much it was really lovely to chat to you thanks again to sigrid and that's it from me if you've enjoyed this episode please recommend the grazia life advice podcast to your friends word of mouth and recommendations really are the best way to help us reach new audiences have a great week and see you soon